It's encouraging to see that most of the prominent Democratic Party 2020 presidential candidates all support Medicare for all, at least in rhetoric. What they say matters, supporting Medicare for all vocally, even if I may be a little bit skeptical about whether or not they'd fight for Medicare for all, that is important. It does matter, and I do give them credit for that. But with that being said, since most of them are backing Medicare for all, what we have to do is be thorough, we have to be nuanced, and we have to distinguish between the candidates who are just supporting Medicare for all because they want to pass the progressive litmus test and the candidates who actually would be willing to fight for Medicare for all. Now, as these candidates launch their 2020 presidential campaigns, they are making our jobs easier for us because they're making it very clear that they're not willing to fight very hard for Medicare for all. Last week, Kamala Harris backtracked on Medicare for all and talked about there being many paths towards Medicare for all, which is code for, I'm willing to settle for something less than Medicare for all, and then we'll worry about that down the line. Well, if you have someone with that mentality who's not willing to fight for Medicare for all now, then you're not going to get Medicare for all because we need someone like Bernie Sanders who is willing to plant their feet firmly in the ground and not budge. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Hey y'all, Mrs. Sativa here. Um, so this episode is going to be our Talking Smack episode, but we're going to do something different just this week. This, this one's going to be for the general public, so two general public Talking Smacks this week. This one is a very special one because I'm, I'm, I'm making a very, very big announcement. And that announcement is that I, Mr. Sativa, Dan Scotland, officially endorse Bernie Sanders for president of the United States. Um, I know that I'm a bit late to the party with my Bernie story, but I'm going to tell it. So I've been someone who's always been sort of into politics. Um, my, like, I, I grew up, like, in, in, like, a household where, like, my, like, my dad, he, he always watches, like, political radio and stuff. And, um, so I've, I've been into it, politics in some form and another since, I would say, the Bush-Kerry election where I, I really sort of understood things. And I, I really had a working knowledge of, of, of politics. I was starting to gather that and become politically aware at that time. So I've been sort of... I've been sort of caring about this for the past 15 years and um I've you know I've I don't know I've always been I've always leaned left because that's that's I've, I've always, my family usually votes democrats but I never really looked too much into it until I was um until I got until I finished college and I realized you know after leaving college and after seeing the the sham that are student loans and whatnot, I realize that the Dems that I've been voting for my 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 political life or whatever I, my first election was in '08, but the Dems I've been voting for are not really progressive enough. And in in other countries like Germany, like um like like the Scandinavian countries, they they have a very high standard of living. But they still have private property. They still have, um, 
You can still have a house. You can still have everything that you can have in America. Yet you don't go bankrupt for health care. And you don't. You have way more vacation days to spend with family and friends. You have maternity or paternity leave if you need it. And um, you just you just have a, a way better quality of life in those countries. And, you know, in the in, in the few years that I was that I was, you know, trying to pay off loans and you know trying to make a living for myself i started becoming a bit radicalized a little bit in in the sense that i i knew that the that the that obama and the dems that i i had seen in my lifetime were not moving the needle enough but i didn't see a politician that was really really talking about it and and to her credit warren was talking about going after the bankers for a long time and she created the consumer consumer protection agency or, or something like that and she's she's really been for consumer rights and for for going after the bankers and holding them accountable and as someone who who started college during the crash i remember the crash all too well i was i was firmly in the camp that we should not bail out the banks and that we should bail out the people that were victims of losing from these banks and that we should bail out the people losing their jobs um through the auto crash of um oh wait through the through the big three needing to be bailed out and i was always of the mind that these companies made bad decisions and it should be the people that get the bailout money that work for those companies to to retrain or you know to to pad their savings and and try to get another career it was always of my mindset that that's what we should have done and we should have let other companies that we're making better decisions um, survive and and let the the companies that have failed you know either be bought out or having to having to start over again without without taxpayer dollar but um I've always been of that mindset but I, I never heard anyone really talking about that you know it, and even back then when I was in college and I said that in, in class I remember it perfectly it's just I, I mean People saw what I was saying, but it was just like those people were like, I mean, yeah, that, that'd be nice. But how would we be able to do that? Like, like, you know, it was just sort of seen as a bit fringe then. But, you know, as 2015 came and, you know, Bernie announced he was running. He 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 seemed like someone who generally wanted who generally wants a social democracy, who generally wants to make america a, a more like the scandinavian countries where you still have private property but people have universal health care they don't get bankrupt for 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 seeking health care they don't um they, they they have enough they have they have jobs that can pay their bills and they have a stronger social safety net overall and stronger vacation time and they don't go to debt for college and once i heard bernie speaking about this i was like wow, I mean, there's actually a politician that's actually speaking to this. But when he was first running in 2015, and until he got to the debate stage, it was, he was still seen as fringe until he started catching up on, 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 on Clinton and being at her neck. And then I was like, I, I, he might actually have a chance. You know, he might actually move the needle. He might actually make America a more equitable society. And, you know, he might be able to win, 
you know, and that's that's how I started supporting him, and that's how I sort of became a fan of his work. And I, I looked I looked at his record, and I looked at what he's done over the past several decades. He's been consistently for these policies. He's been the lone voice of reason. He's been far to the left of the other Democrats, and he's he stood on his square, and he's never he's never backed down for holding his beliefs. I mean, he's always been the type of person that you know, is not afraid to stand for something, even if it means he's going to stand alone. You know, he was holding pride marches in Burlington, Vermont in the 80s, where, where it, it, it was not popular to do at that time. You know, people, you know, Ronald Reagan ignored the AIDS crisis and allowed lots of people to die, for example. And, you know, Bernie was supporting that, even when, when people like Clinton were citing defense of marriage act or doing all sorts of other stuff he's always just been consistently fighting fighting the good fight and fighting for progressive and equitable policies and when someone has been doing that for that long you know that they're going to twist arms to get what they want you know like like fdr did like um like 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 lyndon baines johnson did to pass the civil rights act and to pass a lot of the great society programs like Medicaid, Medicare, all, you know, enhancing the public safety net, those sort of things. He wants to bring forth a political revolution that's going to change our society. You know, he, and, and, and if, and if there are going to be recalcitrant senators that are, that are going to hold up his agenda, what he's going to do, he's going to go to those states. He's going to put a huge amount of pressure on them. And then, he, you know, he's going to make it so toxic. He's going to make the recalcitrant senator's position so, so, um, so toxic that they will have to support Bernie and they'll have to vote yes for his policies. And we really need that. 30,000 people die because they don't have access to health care. You know, half of all people can't afford a $400 emergency. I can't vote for someone who, 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 who has just been saying these things about, who have just been co-opting Bernie's agenda, but they haven't had that track record of standing for that agenda. And, and Bernie, I feel, is heads and shoulders above everyone else. Now, don't get me wrong. If, if Elizabeth Warren were, were, were beat out Bernie, I would absolutely vote for her. But, with Bernie's track record and the longevity and behind his beliefs and behind backing up his beliefs, even when they weren't popular at the time, stands heads and shoulders above everyone else. And I don't see how I can, and get, I just don't see how I can support anyone else right now. You know, Medicare for all, I'm a single issue voter. And, um, Healthcare is a very, very big thing for me. Um, as you know from the first episode and from me doing our, our, um, anniversary episode just a few weeks ago, two weeks ago or so, almost two weeks ago. Um, I, I have a lot of health issues. I have insomnia. I have arthritis that I'm, that I'm trying to get checked out. Um, and I have anxiety and I need someone who's going to treat healthcare as a priority and treat healthcare as a human right and not a privilege. You know, um, I still take some pharmaceuticals, but some of the pharmaceuticals I take, I, I only get a, an X amount supply 
and then I have to pay a copay every time I go to my doctor to get that medication. So in addition to paying the copay for the prescription, when I go to CVS, I have to pay the doctor my, my, my doctor's visit copay. So just to get the prescription, I'm having to pay X amount of dollars just to get the pills. Like anyone who's not been in that situation and is having to juggle what bill they're going to have to pay to be able to get their medicine doesn't understand why people would support Bernie. You know, I mean, Warren has has waffled around on Medicare for all, to be quite honest. And I, I, I'm a single issue voter. I'm, I'm a single issue voter for the first time in my life. I've never been that. You know, I've been able to vote since 2008. I've never been a single issue voter, but I am now. Healthcare is is an imminent thing that we need to take care of. You know, it shouldn't you should not have to you should not have to blow a hundred or more a month just to pick up pills. You should not have to do that in the richest country on the planet. And I, I this may lose me some viewers and some viewers or listeners may think I'm a Bernie bro, but tough. I don't care. If you don't like that, that's too bad. You know, but like I said, I have insomnia. I, I, I have doctors I need to see sometimes. And I don't like being priced out just based on my copay or just based on, on, on the way the pharmaceutical system works. You're, for some prescriptions, you have to go to the doctor to get it. They're controlled substances and they're not going to just give it to you. Anyone who's never been in a situation where they, they can't afford that or they have to worry about affording, you know, getting their prescriptions to be able to live, um, just doesn't really get it on a gut level. And, um, that's, that's, that's kind of my Bernie story. And that's why I support him. And that's why I'm endorsing him for president in 2020. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing Big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also... Support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa Podcasts. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and $10 tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And those come with their own benefits too. And um, if you subscribe to the, the 10 and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.